everyone? Welcome to Double Dipping Podcast, formerly known as Booing with the Big Dogs. I'm Mick. I'm Carol. I forgot I was supposed to talk for a second. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> we, we are uh, a little rusty because we have not put out a podcast in about two years. So you can tell we've kind of gone through a little bit of a rebranding. We are not Booing with the Big Dogs anymore. We decided we absolutely despise that name um, and everything about it. Listen. Why we- did we do that? We were going through something when we picked that name. We thought we were so cool. Yeah. Okay. So number one, Boolin. Who uses that word? Boolin. That was so that was 2020. That's a niche word. So 2020. And anytime we would say it to someone, they'd be like, Boolin? No, they'd be like, what? What are you talking about? And I'd have to be like, oh, it's Boolin with an apostrophe. Do you know how embarrassing that is? It is bad. I have to say, yeah, it's with an apostrophe <laughs> because we decided G's weren't cool. And then... Why is the name eight miles long? <laughs> that's that's a whole marathon right it there. It is. That is so bad. But we went through a rebranding and we decided on double dipping because really no other reason but being two people. Anyways, check back in two years when we change the name again. No, no, no. we no, decide no. that we hated it. No, no, no. This is the time that we're blowing up. We're blowing we're up. We're blowing up. With this name. I'm trying to act. Wait, hold on. Pause. Can we redo that? I'm trying to blow up and act like I don't know nobody. No, you know for that real. one? Okay. No, for real. You know that one? <laughs> you, know that one? <laughs> you know that one? Do you know that one? Oh, I'm my trying to just blow up and act like I don't know nobody. Okay, anyways. Um, yeah. So basically, since our last podcast was almost two years ago, kind of a lot has happened. Um, kind of. We want to say kind of a lot because some things it's like, oh my God. But then other things it's like, well. Well, Let's just say a lot has happened to Mick. Not a lot has happened to me. Like, I'm kind of stagnant here. Honestly, but facts. Caroline's been just vibing. I'm like the side character in all your stuff, too. <laughs> I am the main character. I'm just literally, I'm just like, I'm literally the comedic relief, I think. <laughs> That's so bad. I'm literally like your pet. Anyway, our last podcast was April 4th, 2022. Mm-hmm. And let me just say, we were talking about fashion trends, which, not gonna lie, um, it was a really funny episode, so you guys should listen. But I just had a flashback of when we were recording that and we realized we were using my laptop oh my microphone God. the whole time. Which we're recording this on a on like an actual computer now that doesn't have a microphone, so there's literally no way we can do that anymore. And I but I just looked on our thing to make sure we were using the right <laughs> microphone. We're good. Yeah. We might sound pretty crisp now. I also got another new ni- microphone. 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 Nike phone. Just do it. That's actually pretty funny. Good can job. You Matt. Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, comedic relief, like Uh, I said. So basically, in the last episode, we made a comment about Ryan taking forever to propose to me because at the time we had been dating for five years, all right? Also, you didn't know he was sitting on the couch the whole time we were recording that last episode. So he heard every word we were saying about him not proposing. He did. So Ryan took that comment to heart and literally after recording that episode... He proposed to me. It was so funny because, like, we were there. I was over at at Mick's house when we were recording that. And, like, this is whenever we lived, like, kind of far away from each other. So, like, we didn't, like, get to see each other in person that often. So, like, when we did, we were, like, you know, we're making the most out of it. I was there until, like, like midnight or something. Yeah. And literally as I was walking out the door, my, like, I got a text. And I looked down. It was a text from Ryan. And Ryan does not text me. (laughs) So I literally almost said out loud, Ryan, why are you texting me? 
But good thing I like read it because he was like, hey, can you like wait outside? I'm about to propose to Mick and I like I think she'll want to see you afterwards. And I was like, oh, like, you know, I was like freaking out. So I like like, went outside and stood outside my car for like 30 minutes, like with my phone up, like waiting to record (laughs) her coming out, like literally for 30 minutes and like with this this dumbass smile on my face the whole time. It was a long time. It was because, listen, in my defense, Ryan proposed. I had no clue Caroline was still there. And then (laughs) after like 30 minutes of me being like, oh, shock factor wearing off. Let me take a picture of my hand 87 times. (laughs) After, After 30 minutes of that, he goes... Oh, uh, by the way, Caroline's outside. And I was like, literally what? By the way. Yeah, I love I'm just the side note. Hey, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That's so and funny. The video is like my garage door coming up and me walking out with the dumbest look on my face. <laughs> it was it's such a good video though. Because I was <laughs> going, I think I went like, eh! Like yeah. I made some like weird sound. Very sorority call. <laughs> it was so, but it was so cute. It was cute. And it was a good memory. Also, she got married in the, like, actually married, not just yeah. age. Actually, actually married. married. <laughs> but, like, between this and the last episode. Yeah. Which... So, I got actually married in September 2023. So, that one's actually a little more recent. Yeah. But still. It's fresh on the brain. It's fresh. So. I still remember it. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I would hope I would remember, <laughs> would remember it. <laughs> I remember that night. It was so crazy. We got so crazy. We got so crazy. We got so crazy. No, no it, that was a lot it of fun, actually, Yeah, it was really fun. My dance floor was lit. I thought, for some reason, I thought you were going to say my dance floor was, like, wet. No. With, like... Okay, maybe. Like, it might have been a areas. little sticky, but, like... In some areas. It wasn't bad. Well, you were, like... Were you barefoot? Yeah, I was Roggin. <laughs> Roggin! <laughs> I was Joe Roggin. Goodbye. <laughs> I was Roggin it. I was Roggin the floor. <laughs> I I definitely had to change shoes. I changed shoes right after the, like, the ceremony. Because I was, yeah. like... I was, like, I can't do this. Speaking of fashion episode, Caroline pulls up in her, like, Doc Martin sandals. <laughs> yeah, I just got them. Which, like, those... If anybody's, like nervous about getting those because you like you know you hear all the horror stories about like doc martin shoes the sandals i wore them like fresh out of the box and like didn't have to like break them in or anything they're a little different than the boots so i I recommend those it's not exactly sandal season right now but you know keep it in mind they might be on sale right now who knows maybe maybe but yeah so the wedding was super fun it was i was there of course yeah caroline was the maid of honor of course so i have a video of her speech if anyone wants to see it it was very sweet and it made me cry it's like like i definitely blacked out during the speech because like if i would have looked at you and saw you crying it would have been over no you kind of popped off though it would have been jover like you kind (laughs) of popped off like literally i i was like damn i didn't know she could speak like that actually though like i did not know you had these like speech giving qualities about you i was kind of shook kind of shook i was so like you were like off the dome too like you had your phone out for notes but you hardly looked at it that's because i have practiced it about 50 million times okay good yeah so it was more so like just yeah right well because i was like tweaking the whole time i was like leading up to me giving the speech i had to go back up into like the bridal suite to like stare myself in the face in the mirror and be like you got this you got this like you'll be fine like i had to like give myself a pep talk and like i was sitting next to daisy yeah and i was like freaking out and she was like are you okay and i was like i need to um i'm gonna go like i think i'm gonna go back up and uh, and like practice and she was like okay <laughs> okay no, that's so good. I was freaking out. You did a really good job. And honestly, all of the speeches at my wedding were fantastic. They were. I was really impressed with Jake's speech. Jake's the, was very good. Uh, Ryan's best man. Like, yes. he, like, 
he didn't even have notes or anything. Like, it just sounded like he was, like, talking. And so, like, I went right after him and after your dad, who is also really good at giving speeches. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to look like such a fool up here. <laughs> like, but it went okay. No, uh, actually, my sister-in-law told me that that was the best maid of honor speech she's ever heard. I know. Yeah, she told me that right afterwards. I was like, you're lying. But thank yeah. you so much. She's been to a lot of weddings, too. So that means a lot. That was good. But, yeah. No, it was such a – the ceremony was so, like, not to sound like cliche, but it was, like, such a beautiful ceremony. And oh my god, it was like so pretty. Like literally, I remember like when I was like standing up at the at like the not really an altar, but you know, and like I saw you like coming through the back. I literally was like, mm. and I turned around and looked at Daisy. I was like, I'm crying already. I'm crying already. And like oh. every picture of the ceremony, I'm like sobbing. No, literally the entire wedding had so many moments of people just sobbing their eyes out. So basically, like our. Um, I guess the entire ceremony, you would say, but like our ceremony, our vows, whatever. I wanted them to all be like very personal and not traditional. Like, you know, the for better, for worse, for rich, for, for poor, whatever. Yeah. That it's great. Like there's, if it but, ain't like, broke, don't fix everybody it. Everybody does it though. Yeah. Everyone does it and it just doesn't ring a bell in my mind. So like we kind of really riffed it and like. Not me using the term riff, riff. to describe my wedding. I was ceremony. riffing during my wedding. <laughs> no, no, but we actually had it like really personable and like really cute things throughout the ceremony. A lot of personal touches, and then it was really cute. Even after, like in the reception, literally one of the best mo- moments of my life. My dad and I sang together. It was so good. Like you guys actually did like really good, like singing. Dude, don't make me sing right now. I will sing. Right you now. pop it off right I now. I will sing the entire song right now. No, so basically. My dad one day, like, randomly on his iPod, like, pulled up – sorry, I just realized I said, like, 87 times. Like, I'm doing it, too. I had a slight brain fart moment. Brain moment. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, my dad pulled up the song Ready, Set, Don't Go by Billy Ray and Miley Cyrus. And I was like, you know this song? Because me, growing up in, like, what, 2008 yeah, era? Hannah, Hannah Montana days. Yeah, that was on a Hannah Montana episode where she's like on a plane somewhere, I think. I don't know. But they sing it together. And so I was like, what the heck? You know this song? He's like, oh, yeah, I found it. And so I added it to my playlist. And Aww. ever since then, we just like sang that song together. Obviously, he would sing the Billy part and I would sing <laughs> the Miley part. I don't you guys switched we well. <laughs> No, but so like we've always sang that together and a couple years ago, I made a joke and I was like, hey, dad, we should sing that at my wedding instead of doing a father-daughter dance. And he was like, oh, whatever. Like, he definitely thought I was joking. But <laughs> you're like, no, I'm serious. There's one thing about me. I don't play games. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually like practiced the song a ton. And I was getting really nervous. Like, so my dad is really cute. He retired. And since he retired, he's taken upon cleaning the house. And <laughs> he would clean the house on Wednesdays or something. And have Alexa play Ready, Set, Don't Go on repeat the entire time he cleaned the house and practice while it was playing. And he even had, like, receipts. He had, like, his YZ cameras or Wise, whatever. Was he? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But he had the camera footage of him walking around the house with, like, a wash rag singing the song. And so, so cute. It was hilarious. I, I just, like, practiced in my car a ton. I sang for Ryan a couple times. Whatever. But we never really, like, practiced together because my dad was like, oh, we got it, we got it, we got it. And I was like, eh. He was, like, embarrassed or he, something. I think he was more nervous than he would like to admit. Yeah. But I was like, uh, I'm, I don't know. I think we should practice. So right before the ceremony, my dad and I decided to practice, like, in the bridal seat. What? Seat? In the bridal suite. Caroline was up there. I look back. She's, like, 
tearing up. And it was, was so like, cute. Girl, you guys did really good, though. We did. Well, I was nervous. I was, like, kind of blown away. Really? Yeah, I was like, wow. You can say it. I'm oh, a good fine. singer, right? Yeah, you oh, did okay. really good. You actually oh, did God. really good. No, please don't say that. No, I'm not joking. Your dad, <laughs> your dad's got that. Uh, I forget all the lyrics, by the way, because I just blanked out. She's gotta do what she's, she's gotta, gotta do. do. Like, he was, like, definitely trying to make his voice deep, but yeah. it, was still, it was cute. It was good. I, listen, I never said I was a professional singer. Why'd I, you make your voice deep? <laughs> I never said. I was trying to reference this, like, TikToker, Bryce Hall. He was like, I never said I was a fighter after he lost like, this, like, fight against another oh. TikToker or something. I don't know. Anyway, I never claimed I was a singer, okay? But... Listen, I like. She was singing. I was singing. I like to do karaoke. Singing. She was singing. I'd be like Ariana Grande in my car on the way to work. (laughs) Just listen. No, it was super cute though. I I thought it was cute. It was really cute. People were sobbing. I cried at like everything. What is on my glasses? Yeah, it was a constant sob day. Yeah. No, but that makes me think. I feel like I'm really rambling. But when we um came back home on our wedding night. You know, where are you going with this? Wait, keep it PG. Oh my god! No, so (laughs) my mommy and daddy are dropping us off (laughs) on the wedding night. On the wedding night, back at our house, it's like uh, probably like midnight or so. I don't really know. And we pull into my subdivision. So many police cars. So many fire trucks. I was like, we came to congratulate you. You didn't tell me this. I didn't know about this. I didn't? No. Okay, well, this is exciting. Anyways. So we pull in, and there's so many fire trucks, so many police cars, whatever. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? My subdivision, when you get, you, like, go up a hill, and then there's a four-way intersection. We live straight through the intersection, but there's, like, streets to the left and right. I look to the left towards where the lights are, and a house is, like, up in flames. (laughs) What? 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 Don't laugh. It's bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got me there. There's really no defense for that one. No, it's okay. It's okay. Um, No, but like a house was fully up in flames and I was like, what is going on? I was so shook, like so out of it. Basically the house is like okay enough that they aren't tearing it down. They're like rebuilding it, but it was still pretty bad. Like the whole back half of the house was pretty much gone. But anyway, I was like, what is going on? And then we pull up to our house, walk inside my dog, speaking of that, I got a dog. His name is Smokey. Oh, yeah. My dog is a little bit afraid when he hears sirens. Oh, pooped. Oh, no. Pooped. Smokey. All over his cage. Oh, man. Because he was terrified. And I was like. Poor guy. Literally so bad. So Ryan's in his rental tuxedo cleaning up dog poop. Wait, you didn't change first? No. On our <laughs> wedding night. And then he lets Smokey so outside. Romantic. I know. He lets Smokey outside. And then, like, after so long, Smokey obviously wanted to come back in. So I let him inside in my wedding dress still. And Ryan's like, what are you doing? Oh, my gosh. He might still have poop on him. And he's, like, jumping all over me. And I was like, oh, God. I This is not how I was expecting this to go. But... You're like, come on, Smokey. Read the room. Read the room. Like, did you not realize... But yeah, I don't know. I guess saying. that almost kind of leads to your other update. You you got a house. Yeah. You didn't say oh that. my gosh, we both got houses. Yeah. Well, in the last episode, you were talking about that you were looking for a house. Oh. I was still like in the oh I'm staying in an apartment. Yeah. No, we both got houses in this crazy market. Like, let what me the just hell? say. Let's not talk about that part. But. Let me just say, 
that buying a house, I always thought it was going to be like a really fun experience to buy your first house. Mm-mm. Top 10 worst experiences Single of Single most like stressful like time of my life, I feel like. The amount of rejections we got. And the crazy part is, let me, let me back this up. So Caroline and I both bought a house when the market was pretty bad. much as bad as it could be. Mm-hmm. And so it's super competitive, super crazy. There was so many times, there were so many times that we put an offer on the house. We're the highest offer. Mm-hmm. We were like completely ready, pre-approved, whatever. But being like the engineers we are, we don't really want to walk away without an inspection or like we don't really want to walk away um, without like an appraisal or whatever. That's so, just like, smart for anybody though. Yeah. Because you yeah. never know what could be wrong. Like that just got like exactly. covered up. Exactly. So like we, those are like two things we were firm on. Like we needed those things. The amount of people out there that are willing to drop that is insane. And so a lot of these sellers were going with people that had lower offers just because they weren't going to ask for an inspection or an appraisal, which is bonkers. Which I feel like at that point, though, like if they're willing to accept a lower awful, awful, awful. just to not have the inspection, I feel like that just means that there was something wrong with yeah, the house. Yeah, I think that's a red flag. Hardcore. Totally red flag. Which like... Even if you get the inspection, that doesn't mean there's nothing wrong with it. True. Like, you just might have the the opportunity for them to fix it. Yeah, which, like, for my house, like, the inspection came back, like, everything was, like, fine. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there wasn't anything, like, super pressing. Like, I don't think, I think they fixed, I had to have them fix, like, one thing. I don't remember what it was. Wasn't your window? They didn't fix that. No. But there there was something else, too. It was something with, like, the plumbing or something. Okay. Um, But they fixed it. Um, That doesn't mean that... Things will be fine in the future because I recently discovered we've had a, a bit of a, a cold flash uh, here. And so we had some snow like last week or whatever. I discovered that there is like one of the the like half bath in my house was like an addition on the house. So there's no like it just like hangs off the back of the house, baby, 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 <laughs> baby. What the basically. Oh, my God. <laughs> We should have done some, like, vocal warm-ups before this, like, um, okay. anyways, it basically just hangs off the ba- back of the house. There's no, like, you're still laughing. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. She's just over here, like, hand over her mouth. Like, I'm trying to, like, not giggle. She, she, sorry. She messes up and says baby and then starts talking again. And she goes, basically. I did not, did I? A little bit. Oh my god, I'm gonna shoot myself. Run it back, run it back. Okay, anyways. That was supposed to be like a tape rewinding sound. Don't talk, <laughs> don't comment on it. I know you're gonna start laughing at it. Okay. So, yeah, my bathroom, I don't remember where I ended off. My bathroom hangs off the back of my house. There's no like vent or anything in it. So, like, it gets really, really cold in the winter because it's like not very well insulated. There's no heat in there or whatever. Uh, discovered that there's like, I guess, like a hole in the corner, like on the floor. I found actual snow in my house, like, on the floor. And I went there, and I was like, what the, like, what the actual heck? I'm like, <laughs> Good sensor. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> and then my pipes proceeded to freeze because the pipes for that bathroom aren't, like, inside the house, so they're not warm. And so then my toilet overflowed everywhere, all over the floor. And so then I put towels down. Those towels proceeded to freeze because it gets below freezing in the bath. Anyways, what, what I was saying is... 
I don't know what I was going. I don't know what I, think, I just need a quick rant. I think we just need to wrap that up to say owning a house is hard. It's a lot because I was thinking about like having to like hire a plumber and that made me want to like kill myself. It's hard. I'm, I kind of miss like renting and just being able to be like, hey, maintenance, fix it, you know, which <laughs> now, now you just call your dad. Now, now I call. Yeah. Hey, dad, fix it. Dad, fix it. Dad, please. fix it, please. No, really like owning a house is a lot of. It's a lot of work. You got to love that house a lot. Which we like our houses. I like yeah, my house. Dude. Oh, speaking of that, recently we redid all of the floors in my house. Um, we had like this builder grade shaggy carpet and then like roll out linoleum in the house. And that's just like not. It's not the look you're going for. It's, it's not the vibe. <laughs> I couldn't say my dream house would have that flooring. So we decided like after I got my bonus or whatever. To uh, put some of that money towards our house and put in, like, luxury vinyl plank, whatever. We have spent the last three weekends flooring our house. Which, you know, like, whatever. But, like, I'm tired. My knees hurt so bad. And it's amazing how disgusting carpet can be. Oh, my God. I don't even want to think about it. Like, our house was built in 2014. So our, our carpet's, like, it's old. It's 10 years old. But, like... That's not old, old, right? I yeah. don't know. But basically... Carpet's just like a dust trap in general. Yeah. And what really grosses me out, if you think about it, think of like the previous owners that lived in our house. Oh my God. It, it is their dust. Dust is, is dead skin. Their dead skin. Ew. It, as much as it is ours. But like, they're, they're, it's like pieces of them all over our house. And when we pulled that carpet up, it was like a layer of dust. Ew. I kid you not. And dust and dirt disgusting so now my house just like feels a lot cleaner i really appreciate that i think i want hardwood too because like every time i vacuum the carpet like i know it's like my hair like my hair and like cat hair but like it's still like every time i clean it out i'm like (laughs) yeah disgusting it's it's amazing how gnarly it can get but i guess speaking of cat updates we have some cat updates as well well you go first mine's a little more exciting i guess yeah (laughs) I got another cat. So before our last time we recorded, I just had the one cat. And I got another one. I got him as a little baby, a little kitten. He's already almost a year old. He turns a year old at the end of January, which is almost here. I think like the 28th, actually, oh is when he turns one year old. Oh, Happy my God. Birthday. He's not a baby anymore. He's, his name is Beans. Um, he's, my, he's my little guy. But... That's pretty much it. All right. Time for All right. <laughs> time for your cat update. So... Let me put on some somber vibes. Put on some sad music in the background. Um, if you guys remember Twiz, our spirit animal from college, came off the streets of Rala. She was basically like our mascot for the she, podcast. She was the mascot. She kept us going. Twiz died, all right? Yeah, she did. Twiz is gone and dead. Twiz is ashes. Forever in our hearts. Forever in our hearts. Forever in everyone's hearts. Mm-hmm. She was America's cat. and America's darling. America, you're right. So basically, people's what had happened right was. So what had happened was. So we thought Twiz was eight years old, right? And that was like a complete guess because when I found her on the street, I looked at her and I said, "That's a four-year-old cat." So that's how that happened. Um, we did go to the vet, and the vet said, "Oh yeah, I'd guess that she's about eight, whatever, like just based on her teeth and whatnot." But. Um, Twiz one day just like kind of started being a little lethargic and I was like, oh, she might have like a cold or whatever. Like, we'll see how it 
uh, sorry, I'm stroking. I do, uh, See how it plays my out. My God, Michaela's going next. <laughs> Literally. But um, anyway, what started was that like her eye wouldn't close really anymore. So like we noticed when she was sleeping, like one eye was like one eye was looking for Selena. She was sleeping with an eye open. She's like, yeah. It was a little creepy. And I don't know, we got to like looking into it more and kind of like examining her a little bit more once we noticed that. And she's she always had ear problems, like constant ear infections. Her ear was like huge. It was swollen, ended up spreading to be like half her face was swollen. It it looked like she had a grapefruit on her head. And then we noticed she couldn't really eat anymore. Like they were eating wet food and she couldn't even like lick up wet food. It got to the point where we um, ended up having to get her like mom and kitten food, which is like basically just extra processed food, super soft kind of more like a cream. And even that was a struggle. There was like a trip to the emergency vet a couple times. We got her like a a CT scan. Scan came back with bad news. Twiz had a brain tumor. And it was to the point where like, even if they removed the brain tumor, the vet was like, I don't think her quality of life is going to improve much. So obviously I had a Menti B Cried my eyes out. It was like a really horrifying time. Caroline just, cried. I just realized what you meant by Menti B. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Peace out together. Mental oh, yeah. It was, it was sad. It was a really sad time. Um, but, of course, Ryan and I took her to the vet to put her down. Stayed in the room with her because once upon a time I saw, like, a Facebook post that was like, your pets look around for you if you don't go in with them. So I was trying to not have a guilty life afterwards. And I stayed with her and I held her until she was pretty much gone. But that was really sad. After that, you know, we just kind of chilled without another cat for a while. We just had Reggie. And about like four or five months later, I ended up getting a kitten. Little baby. And this kitten is the cutest kitten you've ever seen in your entire life. His name is Pico. He's such like a little, like, he looks like a stuffed animal. Like, actually, he is a a literal cotton ball. He is so cute. And you'll probably see a picture of him at some point, I'm sure. But we think he's uh, potentially part munchkin cat because he is minuscule. He's so small. He's so cute. so tiny, so fluffy. He's got that, like, stocky build, you know? He does. Like that, like, wide face, like, kind of look. He looks like um, one of the kittens from Aristocats. Like, that's the build. That's the build he has. I need to look up the name of the one. Is it Toulouse? It's Toulouse or Berlioz. Which one? I used to be obsessed with this. The orange one? There Wasn't there a black one, too? Oh, yeah, there is a black. There's black. There's, like, a tuxedo one, a white one, and an orange one, right? Yeah. (gasps) Not Marie. Marie's the girl. Toulouse is the orange one. Berlioz. This one. Oh, my God. Dean Clark. Okay, Dean. Is... Who voiced it, I guess. Pop this is off. this is Beans, the mouse. No, for real. Rockford, the mouse. <laughs> no, but Pico is a great addition to our family. Reggie loves him. He very much enjoys having a second cat in the house. Mm-hmm. They both get along great with Smokey. Smokey, Smokey. he's a little crazy, all right. He's a, he's a handful, but we love him. What kind of dog him. is he again? So we did a DNA test. I don't think I did you? this. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, Ryan's parents got us a dog DNA test for Christmas. So we did a DNA test and Smokey, who they said was an Australian Shepherd. I never really fully believed that because he just doesn't look like an Australian Shepherd. He's basically 
mostly border collie. And I then can, I can see that. Yeah, he has some mixes of German Shepherd, Boxer, which I don't really see, um, Lab, and Siberian Husky. That was, those the are like husky. his main. That's the crazy. He's got some like a bunch. He's got a bunch of other ones mixed in there too. He's got Dachshund. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> oh my god! Isn't that hilarious? That's so funny. But yeah, he's. Hey, that's your German, um, the German Shepherd of your dreams, right no, there. For real. <laughs> He's what you like to call an all-American dog. Literally. But yeah, so uh, that was the somber news about Twiz. Rest in peace, Twiz. Gone but never forgotten. It's okay, we love her forever. We do. But yeah, besides that, um, what else happened? Oh, exactly, almost exactly a year ago, a little over a year ago, we had a little uh, breakdown moment too. My dad uh, had a few issues. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that, too. Yeah, that was a big portion of my life. Let's just say the C word uh, made an appearance. But he's doing fine now. What did you just say? No, do not say that word on here. Do not say that word on here. To clarify, to clarify, the C word is cancer. And your dad, your dad was serving Stop! Stop! Literally stop. Caroline is canceled. Everyone cancel her. Please go comment on her Instagram oh and God, say canceled. bad things about her. No, so that that was um a mega bummer. Uh, <laughs> to say the least. That was a mega bummer. Least, a big shakeup in my life, but um he is doing good now. He has gone through two check-ins after his treatment and has been ruled cancer-free, which is kind of like... Let's go! It's more so remission. You can't be cancer-free until it's been like five or six years, yeah. but he's in remission. His levels... His... Sorry. His levels are looking good. And yeah, that was a big portion of my life, so I felt like I kind of had to fill everyone in there. But yeah. But he's good now, so at least it has a happy ending there. There is a happy ending. So in our last episode... I don't know if it was the last episode we did or like a couple before, we were talking about... Harry Styles. I think it was the last because we were talking about fashion last yeah. episode, and like we all know he's a fashion icon. Um, and we were like, oh my gosh, we've decided that next time he goes on tour, we're definitely gonna see him. Well, we actually did. We did. We saw him. We went to Chicago and saw him. Nosebleeds. Nosebleed seats. It's still still great. He like, oh my God. I love him so much. That was like one of the best moments of my life. Honestly. He's such a he's such a star. It was such a like vibrant vibe in the concert it was electric it was oh electric God. that's the word he also like as soon as he like came out on stage i don't also i don't remember who the opener was but they were pretty good weren't they yeah like some, but i can't remember. lady i don't remember who it was but no as soon as he walked out on stage like i immediately started crying i was like oh my god he's real oh. in the flesh oh my god he's just i remember oh the actually so like i was looking for a house like, like while we were were in Chicago, no, I guess not while we were in Chicago, but like I was in the middle of looking for a house. I got like a text from my like agent that I got like rejected on a house, like in the middle of the concert. Womp womp. And it was like right when he was. I don't remember what song he played, but it was like a like a more like mellow was song. Was it Matilda? I think it was Matilda. You were, you were sobbing during Matilda. <laughs> I think because I literally looked at my phone and my agent was like, "Yeah, you didn't get that house that you really wanted." I was like, "Oh!" And then Matilda comes on, and I'm just like. Ah, like it, was, it was bad 
But anyways, no, that was great. And we had a fun time in Chicago. I saw a rat in, in like in the wild for the first time. Yeah. That was really cool. Right outside our hotel window. <laughs> that just made me think too. Um, we had quite the experience after the concert. Oh my God. Yeah. I forgot so, about that. So after the concert, we tried to like go to the Uber tent. There's like an Uber tent where they just, I guess, have you line up and like Ubers just are constantly going. Yeah. Um, we walk in. It's insane. You couldn't even walk through it. Like people yeah. were like shoulder to shoulder, shoulder in like this shoulder. whole like circus tent like type yeah. of thing. And if, if we would have stayed in that tent, I would not doubt we would not have gotten home until like 5 a.m. I think I would have like suffocated before we got into an Uber. It was so bad. And I so, just said Uber. Uber? Uber Java. I've never been to Uber Java. I just caught myself saying Uber. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. But so we walk into this tent and we're like, um, this is yeah, a no. bad idea. We walk straight through it. Luckily, like, the people at the end let us out because we're like, hey, we, we're not doing this. And you had so, to, like, push through, though. That yeah. was crazy. We decide to, like, walk a block or so to order an Uber there because I felt like if it wasn't to the stadium, we might have, like, better connection, whatever. So we did that. And looking back at it, might not have been a good idea because... Maybe not in a city we're not used to. Yeah, we're not familiar with Chicago and... I mean, being from St. Louis, it's not like it can be worse than St. Louis. Yeah, and we were, we were, you know, there's three of us in a group. Yeah, so. three girls. It was Caroline, Daisy, and I. Mm-hmm. But we ended up walking a little further. I got an Uber, finally ordered. We waited around for a little bit. This guy picks me up, and I learned that when I get into an Uber as, like, a female, I should say, hi, who are you here for? And then they say, Michaela. And then you say, perfect, my name is Michaela. And then you get in the car, whatever. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this guy said Uno reverse card. He did. I opened the door and I said, "Hi, who are you here for?" And he goes, "What's your name?" And I was like, Mm-mm. "You're like uh, this is not how this works." <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but who are you here for? And he goes, "You need to tell me your name." And I was like, "I'm sorry, but I do not feel comfortable doing that. That is not safe for me. Who are you here for?" And he goes, "I'm here for Michaela." And I was like, "Okay, that's my name. Thank you. We will get in the car now." But I was like, "Well, he started going off. He's like, for my safety, like you need to be like." bro we're getting into your car yeah you could take us wherever you want we're not from here i mean we didn't say you know we're not from here but he could literally have taken us wherever he wanted because mm-hmm. we were getting into his car yeah. how are you saying it's for your safety it was like like i get it but like honestly bro i think safety was a wrong word for him it was probably for his like money sake because yeah. someone could hop in his uber and not actually be me and like right whatever but like I don't know. He starts going off on me in the car, like literally yelling at me. Yeah, it was so awkward. And I like wasn't saying anything back because why would I? It's not worth my time. But anyway. And then Daisy almost threw up because yeah. he, he was driving like a madman. He was driving. He took like crazy. seven wrong turns too. Yes. I was watching. He had the crazy. maps on constantly missing turns, missing turns, missing turns. So then I was like getting panicked. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I thought maybe he was He's taking us somewhere actually different. taking us. And, like, of course, we're smart. We checked, like, the license plate and everything. Don't go saying, yeah, like, yeah. why did you get into this car? No, we checked the license plate, but, like, it's just, like, it's a still second. It's good to double check. Yeah. yeah. But it was so bad. Luckily, we made it back to our hotel. But, but it was really fun. Other than that, very fun. We just, like, spent fun. the rest of the days, like, walking around, going shopping and stuff. And it was cool. I, I, like, I think Chicago's cool. Chicago is a very cool city. When we, I feel like while we were there, we kept thinking, wouldn't this be fun? Wouldn't it be fun to, like, live here in your 20s? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's probably, like, crazy expensive to live. I I think it would be fun to, like, live in a city, but also, like, I feel like it would get old really fast. Mm -hmm. I don't know, dude. I, like, I could get down with some public transportation. Yeah, not having to – I hate driving. So, like, not having to drive everywhere, that would be kind of nice. Yeah. So, Ryan and I – 
we kind of skipped over this. Ryan and I um, honeymooned in California. Oh, yeah, we did skip this. Oops. Um, basically, we hit San Francisco, Yosemite National Park, Lake Tahoe, Lassen Volcanic National Park, and Redwoods National Park, and then came back down to San Francisco. But in San Francisco, sorry, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> San Francisco. San Francisco. Um, we used the like cable car line or Ooh. whatever a lot. Um, they have like the traditional cable car, but then they also have these like buses that run on cables too. We mostly use the buses, but that was so convenient. So convenient. I loved it. And I wish we had something like that here, but also I don't even live in the city here. So that would not. I feel like even in the city though, like public transportation in St. Louis, like isn't like what it could be. Cause like there's a Metro by me, but like, I like, I never see it, you know, like I know there's the Metro like bus stop yeah i never see it like i feel like it doesn't come around very often like Mm -hmm. it's just kind of i don't know it's not what it could be no i was talking to someone that lives in austin texas and they were like austin's great yeah and so i think they they had never been to st louis and they're like oh like how's like the public transportation here and i was like what public transportation literally literally what public yeah i was like "Eh, no it's like you're if you're looking for public transportation you're in the wrong city I mean, besides that... Did you that, get an aura ring? Sorry. Yeah, that dude. Total, oh, wait. That's what that is. Yeah. So... Sorry. Like, I just looked at her phone and she had a notification from Aura. Yeah. So I got an aura ring for Christmas. It Slay. is super, one. super cool. Like, I don't know. It, it can like track your sleep and then based off of your sleep, it gives you a readiness score and then based off your readiness score and your sleep score... It'll give you like an activity goal and it's like, um, that's so cool. Active calories, like how many active calories it wants you to burn that day. Or you can do it like steps, whatever, however, whatever version of activity you want to do. But I really like it because I feel like it gives me a lot of mo- motivation. And like maybe I'm just delusional, but when I get like a good sleep score and I get a good readiness score, like, yes. I genuinely like it, it adjusts my activity level goal. So like if I sleep good, it'll make my activity goal higher. And I genuinely feel like sometimes, oh, I slept good. I do have more energy. Oh, mm. I could work out more today or whatever. But mine would be like, your sleep score is 5% yeah, every single night. Literally. What are you doing? Literally. But I've really enjoyed it so far. Um, it does like heart rate, stress. It also takes your like basal temperature for any females out there. That's basically like the temperature um, right when you wake up, like before you move, before you do anything. And your basal temperature can, like, relate to your cycle tracking and then pretty much be, like, another form of birth control, which is really cool. That's what I wanted because, like, my uh, – boys cover your ears. My period is so, like, irregular all the time. Like, it comes, like, every, like, three or four months. Yeah, that's why. So, like, it I, it cannot be predicted. Um so, like, if I had something that tells you, like, hey, you're about to start your period, that would be really nice. Yeah. Well, I could just but, be prepared for once. Yeah. The science behind it is crazy. Like, when – I don't know. It'll like track your temperature, and when you're ovulating, your temperature literally like spikes mm-hmm. a few like point degrees, whatever. And then uh, I can't remember if it spikes or lowers on your period, but like that's how it tracks it. And it's really cool. That's cool. I want one. Ten out of ten. Would recommend. Would recommend. Besides that, we've only been working because we are corporate girlies. <laughs> In the kindest way possible, corporate girly is not a compliment. <laughs> no. Listen. I've been wanting to talk about this. So the nine to five lifestyle, it's not for the weak. <laughs> it's not. It's not for the normal. It's not for the weak. And it's it's so hard because like, I'm going to go on a tangent here, 
But you sit there and like the stuff that we consume is stuff on social media, which is usually influencers who do not work a nine to five. And probably never have. Yeah, most like, of them have real. not. Like especially the ones I watch. The ones yeah. I watch are like young people. Yeah, that, like you've never worked a nine to five. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're just like constantly consuming media that's people your age or close to your age and their day consists of filming them going to the grocery store or like, like eating brunch eating brunch and like going on a trip and that's like awesome like point blank them. point blank period i envy those people yeah. i am jealous of those people i want to be those people i am obsessed with their lifestyle whatever but it's so hard when that's all that you're consuming on social media and then you got to wake up at monday like monday morning Bright and early, go go sit and stare at a screen for nine hours. Literally, go sit at a computer for nine hours, and it's just like it's it's, it's not like constant it. every day, over and over and over. And I'm sure if someone listens to this that isn't a part of like Gen Z or maybe even like I don't know lower millennial, you're probably listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, this generation doesn't want to do any they're work. So lazy. Which it's like not being lazy. Yeah. If I'm going to be honest, you're right. I don't want to do work. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, uh, well, yeah, I also don't want to. Nobody wants Nobody to work, wants to. I feel like. And Nobody if, like, if you do want to work, like, and you have your dream job, what you're passionate for, honestly, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. 99% of people don't get that. Yeah. And I like to call this the handcuffs of financial stability. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. actually being financially stable while doing your dream job is so rare. Yeah. So rare. And so, I don't know, it's just like something that has been on my mind lately, and I like to call it like the corporate spiral, because I feel like it happens to me like six times a year, but... And it's just like, once you realize you're like caught in that loop, it's mm-hmm. just like, what, like, it's so easy to feel like stuck. Yeah. Like, I've been, okay, so I've been going to therapy. It's like... I think everyone needs therapy, I'm not gonna lie, everyone needs to go to therapy, but it's like something I've been kind of talking about with my therapist too, is like, I just feel so kind of like stuck in my life. Because, like, yeah, like like Mick said, you go, you wake up bright and early, you go in the office, and you stare at a screen nine hours a day, and you get home, and you're just, like, tired. Like, yeah. you're like, I don't want to do anything because I'm exhausted from just, like, sitting and, like, working all day. And the so, routine is, like, yeah, scary, Yeah, I just too. feel like I'm stuck in a loop of just working and working and working, and, like, I, like, realize that, like, every time someone's like, what have you been up to? I never have anything to say. I'm always just, like, working. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And <laughs> so, like, nothing interesting happens to me anymore, no, I feel like. and it's so hard, too, because you don't want to, like... <sighs> one of my least favorite questions, and it happens typically at, like, family events. It's like, oh, how's work going? I, I've gotten to the point where I, like, I do I do really like my job. Like, that, my job is not my problem. Mm-hmm. I do like my job. It's just, like, someone asks me, how's work going? Good. I don't have anything else to say. Yeah. What do you want me to say to you? I love staring at a screen for nine hours. Like, yeah. What? I feel like you can like your job and also hate your job at the same time. It's like, I hate working, but I like my job. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like, I go in and, like, I, you know, I see, like, what I do and I see, like, you know, the the impact that I make. Like, I help, like, my team, you know? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, I hate the, like... The, the loop of it all, mm-hmm. I guess. So, yeah. And like, I like hard. I said, when we're constantly consuming like media of people living, living out like your dream life, living the dream, it's hard to just look back at your life and think you're doing something. Yeah. But let this be a reminder to everyone that working a nine to five is normal. 
Yeah. And being an influencer is not as normal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know who I really have realized that I envy? The people that took a gap year after graduating college yeah. to just go out and like do stuff. Like so when someone tells me they did, or they're like, oh, you know, like I took a year off of school and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so jealous of you. Mm-hmm. You know, because like both Mick and I both like went straight into college after high school, straight into the workforce after college. Like, you know, well, it's just. Yeah, um, where it's like the ter- st- oh, huh? Sorry, <laughs> it's the stereotypical like European summer. I feel like so many people graduate college and they go on this big trip to like Europe or something. Mm-hmm. Neither of us did that. No, and I think so. For me, I was supposed to have a pretty good gap after graduating college and my job starting, but then like like my original start date was like end of June, and then I randomly got an email and was like, "Hey, like your team could use you." early June. It was like the first week of June. And I was like, crap. Okay. Come to find out they didn't actually like need me then. It was just like, oh, you could come earlier. And I wish I knew that because I like lost a month of freedom that I'll never have again. And when I graduated, like I was one of the only people in my friend group that graduated. Like Ryan still was like at school. Caroline was still at school to say like, well, Ryan's a year younger, but like Caroline took a Mm co-op and like, there just wasn't anyone to go on a trip with besides my retired dad. Yeah. And I could have done that. But then when my work start date moved up, I didn't really have the option. Yeah. And I, I don't know. That's kind of, yeah. Like, I guess I did kind of have a month off because I graduated in December And then I didn't start until, like, the beginning of February. But, like, most of January for me was spent – I had just moved into an apartment. So, like, I was, like, getting that settled. I had just gotten a cat. So, like, you know, couldn't really go anywhere because of that. And it's just, like, I don't know. And also, I feel like right after school, like, I needed, like, time to just, like, sit and do nothing. Which, it was nice for that. But I kind of wish I could have gone on a trip. Also, like, you were already working. So, like, I guess – they're only, like, one of my friends, like, graduated with me. Mm-hmm. And, like, plot twist, we're not friends anymore. But, um, oh. oopsie. Uh, the idea, yeah, like, yeah, there wasn't really anyone to go on a trip with or anything. But I wish yeah. I could have taken, like, maybe not a whole year. I feel like after a whole year, maybe I would get kind of bored of just, like, yeah. not having anything also, to do. But, like, maybe, like, six months. Six months <laughs> would cool. be nice. Also, like, I don't know if anyone listening to this is still in college. But to prep you, the transition from college to a corporate job in our sense is it hits you like a ton of bricks. It's weird. It is like, oh my God, you show up to work and you're like, oh my God, this is the next 40 years of my life. Mm -hmm. And it is just like culture shock, like insane. Your friends don't live 10 minutes away from you anymore. They live 50 minutes away from you anymore. You don't hang out with people anymore. You might still be living with your parents because that's like what I was doing at the time. And it's just like, Somehow you revert yourself back to high school minus the friends. Yeah, true. And it's like, whoa. Because, like, yeah, you're on, like, a like a routine schedule. Because I feel like during college, like, you know, you don't always have classes, like, back-to-back. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, you have time to do stuff during the day. You know, you're hanging out with friends in the afternoon. But I feel like for work, yeah, you just work 9 to 5. You work straight through, which – Uh, I've realized for me, that's a different kind of hell because I have ADHD really bad. So like sitting and like having to focus for like eight hours straight is like torture sometimes. Slay. Uh, All the people in my life are high def. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) But like at least for me, where I work, people are pretty relaxed. Like everybody on my team goes out and like 
works out in the middle of the day. They've been begging. So I've, I had to start going into the office three days a week. That also kind of – before I was doing one day a week, which was nice. But three days a week is – it's all right. But whatever. Everybody on my team has started going down to the gym because there's a gym in our office. As they like go, a New Year's thing or like – Yeah, like a New Year's thing. They've started going down together and they're like, oh my gosh, Caroline, you should come with us. And I was like, listen – I like you guys. I would rather die than work out in front of you. Like, I hate working out in front of people. It's so okay. it's too embarrassing. Also, if you're working out in front of work people, wearing normal clothes around work people mm-hmm. is demoralizing. Because, like, also, yeah, I'm not going to work out in front of them because I wear, like, a legging and sports bra, like, whenever I work out. You know, like, I'm not going to do that in front of, like, no. like, male coworkers. I feel weird when I wear shorts. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sorry. That's not going to happen. And also, I'm like, I wear makeup into the office. Not really as much anymore, but like... We're sweaty gals. Well, I, I sweat. Like, listen, sweat. I'm not going to work out in my makeup. And also, speaking of that, so I told my coworkers, like, whenever we were going to start coming in three days a week, I was like, listen, you guys are going to start seeing me without makeup. You can't say anything. Because whenever I was on co-op and I was in the office every day, if I would wake up a little late... You know, the first thing that would be left out was like makeup, which is fine, whatever. I would go in and people would ask me if I was sick or if I was feeling okay. And I'm like, girl, I just didn't fill in my eyebrows. <laughs> like, I'm fine. <laughs> and so I told my male coworkers, I was like, if I come in without makeup, you can't say anything. Okay? Like, nothing. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're fine. Like, they're they're all so sweet. You know, they're like, I, you'll look fine without makeup and blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't even have to wear makeup now. And I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. First day I went in without makeup, my manager walks in and goes, were you just outside in the cold? Your face is really red. And I went, I'm just not wearing makeup right now. And he immediately was like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, thank you for pointing it out. Like, just like joking around. And he's like, I'm so sorry. But it was funny. And then like, we had a, on Fridays, we do a meeting where it's like, what are your professional and personal wins and losses for the week? Just kind of like a lighthearted meeting and uh, we usually do cameras on for it but I don't know if anyone can relate to this but for any camera on meeting I join with my camera off to make sure I'm not the only one with it on at first because if you're the only one with your camera on on like teams or something your face gets blown up on everybody's full screen on everyone's computer and I do not want to be that person so because also uh bad thing about being as pale as I am whenever the lighting's not so great I, I look like I have a halo around me because the light just like reflects off my pale face and like the camera doesn't know how to adjust it. Um, but anyways, yeah, like I joined, I did have my camera on and my manager was like, please turn on your camera so I can make fun of your red face again. Oh like just gosh. joking. And I was like, ha ha, like I'm not wearing makeup again. And he was like, you honestly, like you didn't look like you looked fine. It was just like, he was like, I did, I was just trying to make a joke, but I didn't realize yeah. you weren't wearing makeup. And I was like, it's fine. Rip. But yeah, rip. That's but anyways, nice. that's all to say that I don't want to work out with my coworkers. But just having like a job that you have a little flexibility. I realized where I was going with this now. Okay. Having <laughs> I was you said you said, yeah, but all that to realize that I don't want to work out with my coworkers. And I was like, wow, that was an interesting way to No, that I realized where I was going with that now. Having a job where you have a little flexibility and like, you know, you can take a break during the day and like go work out or go for a walk or something is really nice. So mm-hmm. if if you're stressing about the nine to five, maybe find a job where you have a little bit of flexibility there. I do it think- It does help. Yeah. I do think also as our generation starts to like take more leadership positions, things mm-hmm. are changing for the better when it comes to Get like- more like relaxed. Yeah, yeah. When it comes more or to like breaks during work or like 
work-life balance big time. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's good. But yeah. Do we have any other updates? I don't know, dude. We've been blabbing for so 50 long now. something minutes. We did spend about 20 minutes oh going, are you ready? No, I'm not ready. Are you ready? I'm okay. I'm ready. I'm not ready. Yeah. Like did that for about 10 yeah. minutes when and we started. We listened to the noises my mouth was making. <laughs> no one laughed about started that. laughing. <laughs> it was. Couldn't stop laughing. Let's just say we were a little nervous that we lost our spark. So if we you. We lost our spark. Like we're like a married couple. <laughs> we are. Spark's just not there anymore. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh god it's back we're doing it again no my mouth made like the weirdest <laughs> noise and i hope the microphone didn't pick that up anyway, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna amplify it please <laughs> no but all that to say if you would like to give us some validation and give us five stars please please oh wait i forgot i was gonna tell a funny story that my mom told me today because oh, yeah, i didn't on. i didn't get to tell you this before and i think you'll find it really funny I don't so, laugh. Do, honestly, if you don't laugh, I'll be very surprised because <laughs> this is really funny and I hope my mom's okay with me telling this story. So she called me at like, I don't know, like one o'clock, two o'clock or something, which was like, not like weird, weird, but I was like, whoa, she just like called me out of the blue. Normally she'll like text me first and she called me and it like kind of sounded like she was crying at first and she oh was god. like, oh my god, I just needed somebody to talk to. And I was like, oh my god, what happened? But she was like laughing. She was like, I, she was like, I'm hiding in the underwear section of Walmart right now because I just did the most embarrassing thing. And I was like, oh no, like I'm scared for what you're about to tell me because my mom has like the worst luck with like embarrassing situations in like grocery stores. Like one time she like opened like one of those freezers to get something else and something else, something out and like dropped like seven pizzas on top of her head. And so we joke about that a lot. And she was like, it's worse than this. And I was like, oh, no. no. She told me that um, she was going to get like a, like a salad kit, you know, like that come in those little like plastic things from yeah. like the produce section. And she like some guy was like walking past her with his cart. And so she tried to like back up to get out. Did she back up on him? <laughs> She fell and sat on the salad. <laughs> and she said she, like, fell back so hard that, like, her feet were off the Fully, fully sitting on all the salad. I mean, like, it was still in the, like, yes, the, like, like in, Yes, in, like, the, like, the produce, like, fridge thing, you know? Like sat on all the salad kits, and I was like, "Okay, that's bad enough." But I went, "Mom, please." The way, the way I just know they all probably cry. Oh my god! Like the plastics, I'm like, Kruh. and I said, "Mom, please, please tell me you didn't say anything when you did it." You know, like because she gets, we call it diarrhea of the mouth. When she gets nervous, she just starts talking. So I said, "Please tell me you didn't say anything." She goes, "I did." She goes. I, the, the lady next to me, I grabbed her arm no. and went. I said, like, oh, my gosh, I just fell into the salad. And I was like, why, why did you have to why do you have to come? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, why do you have to say it? And then I was like, okay, next question. Please tell me she didn't just, like, pity laugh at you. And she said she didn't even do that. She just looked at her and went, no. yeah. Like, no. <laughs> I was like, that's even more embarrassing. No. And she said the guy that, like, basically, like, ran her off the road, right? Just, like, looked back at her and just, like, smiled a little. Bye. She should have. You so, know, she should have said. She should have said. She should have said. She middle said, finger to you, buddy. She should have said, well, isn't this the tastiest salad topping you've ever seen? <laughs> Ew. 
anyways, so she said, she said, she ran, she had to run away. Like she grabbed her salad and she ran into the underwear section and immediately called me. She's like, I'm so glad you answered. Cause like, otherwise I would have just been like pretending to talk to myself because I'm so embarrassed. Dude. <laughs> it was, oh the my only, God. The only thing that could have made that worse is if someone from an MLM came up to her and tried to get them to join their pyramid scheme. Oh my God. You imagine like, hey, if you think these salads are bad, like you should try these. They have like yogurt detox or whatever. Yeah. Isn't that like an MLM yogurt? Yeah. Tea. It's probably. tea. Tea Everything detox, is. right? I don't You remember. can't trust anybody. You can't trust face. anyone nowadays. They're all trying to get you to join an MLM. They are. Oh my gosh, the amount of people, I'm sure everybody has this experience. Like on Facebook, all the people that you went to high school with, everyone's in an MLM. Oh yeah. Everybody. And they're always like, they all turn into one of those, hey, girly. Like, oh, like, oh my hey, gosh. Girly. I'm like, you were not that person. Like, why are you doing this? But yeah, that was my, that was my mom's embarrassing story. Um, I can't stop thinking of her feet dangling. Oh my, yeah. When she told me that her feet were off the ground, I was like, that's, that's, so that's bad. an ick. So, it is an <laughs> that, ick. That's an ick. Oh my God. Imagine somebody falling in. This, this, this is a new ick for all you girlies out there. Imagine this guy you're obsessed with falling, falling into the salad. salad and his feet coming off the ground. Stop. There Stop. you go. Stop. You're over it now. I'm scarring people. <laughs> oh, my God. I was laughing so hard. I was crying. I was like, Mom, you need to go home. I was like, this is your sign to only do, like, Walmart pickup now because you can never show your face there again. No, seriously. She was like I, – I think she was actually, like, going insane afterwards, too. Like, she was walking down the aisle. She's like, I think that person was in the produce section. <laughs> like, she was, like, seeing things. I was like, Mom, it's fine. She was like, no, they're looking at me. They probably saw what happened and i was like oh. you know what i bet they're all talking about you right now and the gossip is spreading around the walmart they're like hey did you see that lady fall into that, the salad wait, no because honestly though that would be That'd something be my I would worst say. nightmare i would tell everybody that i would tell everyone in my life hey i just lady. i know i was like you know all those people that watched that they just went to their cars and they're doing the same thing that you're doing right now they <laughs> called somebody and said oh my gosh listen to what just happened because i would do that i'd probably oh, immediately yeah. send an audio message to you and be like, listen to this idiot that just fell into the salad in Walmart. No, for real. Our audio messages are either something that happened at work, something really funny, or sobbing Crying. on the phone for like 10 minutes. That was me the other day. <laughs> sobbing. The worst. I also, every time, I feel like I'll try to send you an audio message and I forget to send it. And I like go back and I'm like, why didn't she respond? I didn't send it. <laughs> you think I didn't send you? it. Yeah. And I just didn't oh send it. Oh my God. No. Something embarrassing. I, I'm not going to get into it, but I sent Caroline a, like, 10-minute long audio message of me crying earlier this week. <laughs> I cried about it back. Yeah, I was, like, sobbing in the audio message. <laughs> so I'm, I was recording the audio message while I was on my way to my parents' house. And so I was, I was, like, trying to get in a quick cry in my, like, 15-minute drive. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm recording it. And then I, I realize I, like, look – I glance at my phone. I'm not, like – literally looking at my phone. It's just like on a little stand. I, I swear I'm not bad like that. But I like glance over and I see it hasn't started recording. And you're like, oh my God. And I'm like sobbing. And I was like, you're kidding. Now I have to retell my story about why I'm crying. And the first time I recorded it, I wasn't crying to start. I like started crying. So then I had to literally man up, pull up my panties, restart <laughs> the audio message and be like, so Caroline, like, you're wondering why I'm crying. Oh my God. It's so embarrassing. Oh my, I've done that so many times though. Like, I feel like for my phone, a lot of times I'll start an audio message and it'll like start, like stop recording. Like, right. Yeah. Like it'll still be recording, Same. but it's just silent. I'm like, what are you doing? That's what mine was doing. So I have to like go back and like yeah. figure out what was the last thing I said before it, you know, just like cut me yeah. off. And then 
I don't know. iPhone, no. fix your game. It's it's giving when influencers record their like getting ready routine in the morning and it starts with them like waking up in bed and it's like, you know, they had to get out of bed, set up their camera, go back <laughs> so, in bed. Talk about embarrassing. <laughs> this, is why, this is why I couldn't be an influencer because I can't fake anything. Oh my God. Like, I would I'm love such it. a bad actor. So, like I would never be able to fake anything. Dude, I would love it. If, It'd be cool. If you guys want to like pop us off so I could just go into the <laughs> so influencer, we can quit our jobs. Yeah. influencer pipeline, please, <laughs> please. Anyway, we had talked for so long. We had a lot to say. We had two years worth of things to say. So. Actually. Um, yeah, we actually haven't talked in two years. So. Yeah, we haven't actually spoken. We've just been saving. <laughs> we decided also that we're going to start like not telling each other everything as soon as it happens. We're going to save it yeah. for the podcast so yeah. that you guys can hear it too. Because like we we obviously tell each other everything. So we would get on the podcast and be like, what else is there to talk about? Yeah. And we would then have to we like would, retell stories. And this we'd way, be like, oh yeah, I know that happened. So yeah. like it wouldn't be very interesting. Yeah. This way we're more authentic and real. You get live reactions. It would be like your guys, your guys, it would be like you guys are sitting with us in front of us. Besties. Just like the awkward, you know, listening to us like be weird for an hour. It's like we're friends because we it's can't make like other friends. friends. In real life. So we have internet friends <laughs> because we, that don't talk to us. Literally. We just talk to Honestly, them. Honestly, this, this is ideal because I just need somebody that I can just talk at for an hour. No, and honestly. Just like not do anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm professional yapper. This is... Okay, Caroline goes to real therapy. This is my therapy. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'll grow up one day and go to real therapy. But for I now... Am an, I'm an actual advocate. I think everybody should go to therapy at least for a couple sessions and just work out whatever you have. Everybody's got something they need to work on. Yeah. That's my, that's my mini spiel. We're all a little mad here. Isn't that from Alice in Wonderland? <sighs> Yeah, that's our cue. Um, anyways, yeah, we're <laughs> going to... Joke failed. <laughs> joke flop. We're going to end it there. But anyway, um, it's been quite some time of us blabbing into this little microphone that Caroline has, mm-hmm. but um, we hope you enjoyed it. We are planning to be a lot more consistent. I feel sorry. like we've said that a lot, though. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry for giving you guys so many empty promises. <laughs> yeah, because we did, I think last time on the last episode, we said we we're going to be more consistent because we yeah. were back from a hiatus oh. after that one. Oh, yeah. We were, we were, we've probably taken like four breaks, but this was the longest break. We are back. <laughs> this one for sure. We are back. better than ever. Um, <laughs> Maybe not better. I don't know about that one, but no, but we're back and we're gonna. What are we gonna try to do? Like every other week? I think that's what we were doing before. Yeah. Every other week, I think that's pretty good. Every other week, we're gonna drop a new episode. If we don't, please cyber bully us. Please do. Um, Honestly, we need. Sometimes it's like one listener. And sometimes bullying is the best solution. <laughs> it is. Internalize that one. Everyone needs to be bullied. <laughs> but At least a little bit. Yeah, so we're going to try to be more consistent. I hope you guys like the rebrand with the double dipping name. And we're going to have some new cover art, new social media. Fresh, shiny, new everything. Fresh, shiny, new. Except for us. We're still like, you know, old, old and decrepit. Our skin is cracking from the cold air. Literally. Oh my God, my skin is so dry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that was the episode. If you guys liked it, feel free to send us any feedback. Feel free to give us five stars, nothing less. And yeah, that's pretty much what we all, all we had to say. So we're dipping. Bye.